Hi, I'm Brett Robinson. Welcome to the Redeeming Hope Podcast, where we share biblical truths that'll give you real hope. What is real hope? It's a hope that is relevant, energizing, authentic, and linked to Jesus. Hello, all you precious people, and especially all you precious ladies, uh, and happy Mother's Day to you. So today, I'm going to talk to you um, about being God's treasured possession. And of course, there are all kinds of moms sitting out there today, I know. There are young moms, there are old moms, there are glad moms, and there are sad moms. There are grand moms like me and moms to be. There are busy moms and lonely moms. There are cheery moms and there are teary moms. And you know what? I've been all those kinds. And I want to say to you today, by the grace of God, I've got three, three amazing children, two boys and a girl, uh, who are now, uh, my eldest son's in fact about to turn 50 next year. So he's definitely no longer a child. But, and then I've got three beautiful um, children in grace, you know, those that are married to my, to my children and 10 beautiful grandchildren, nine on this earth and, and one already in heaven with the Lord. So I've been all those kinds of moms at different um, stages. And, um, you know, I've, I've also had an amazing, amazing grandmother that I was so blessed to have and, and, and a really loving mother. And also a difficult mother-in-law who became my mother in grace and who I learned to love. So we have all different kinds of experiences of motherhood. Um, and sometimes I know we feel like maybe an octopus with, you know, eight arms all reaching out in different directions, or even maybe a chameleon. I know as a, as a little girl, we had a tree in our garden and we used to love to go and look at this tree and uh, see all the little chameleons crawling around um, on the tree, if you could see them, that is. And I know as mothers, sometimes we feel like chameleons because chameleons have amazing eyes that can look this way and that way and upwards and downwards all at the same time. But besides that, they can also change color and be hidden. And there are times when we need to be hidden as moms. I remember... Um, Mrs. Wesley reading a story about her with her, I think she had, I think it was 10 or 10 children or something, but she used to throw her apron over her head and she used to remain hidden like that. And there are times where we need to be, to be hidden. Um, and so with all these different experiences, um, like treasures, sometimes we feel hidden like nobody sees, perhaps, all the millions of things we do, all the millions of things we cope with on a daily basis, and the sacrifices that we make. But I want to say to you today, God's got a message for you. And the message is, you are valuable. And you are his treasured possession. And he's entrusted you with his most precious jewels, his sons and his daughters. 
And in Isaiah 69, in verse 18, it says, Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. See, I've engraved you on the palm of my hands and your walls are ever before me. Your children hasten back and those who laid you waste apart from you. So lift up your eyes. I love that. So often I feel the Lord saying to me, Linda, lift up your eyes and look around. All your children gather and come to you. As surely as I live, declares the Lord, you will wear them as ornaments. You will put them on like a bride. And let me say to all the moms, it's all worth it. It's all worth it because they are our treasures. So we are for the display of his splendor. The Lord says that you will be a crown of splendor in the Lord's hand and a royal diadem that he holds. Isn't that beautiful? I just love that. That scripture comes out of Isaiah 62 verse 3. And I've, like you, I've got a treasure box. This one is quite an old treasure box and I've got some treasures in here that I, uh, perhaps I want to show you just to illustrate the point. Um, this little bracelet is particularly precious to me because all my children have given me the little jewels on here. So each one of them reminds me of different times we've had together or different ones of them. So that's one of my favorites. And that's how I wear my children as ornaments. And then I've got this beautiful little shiny one they gave me on one special birthday. And they are the little, the little sparkles inside that heart. And even this one I'm particularly fond of. And this is a butterfly wing. And um, it reminds me that even as butterflies, you know, some of them are in the cocoon, some of them have come out, some of them have spread their wings, but God is doing a beautiful things with their lives. And then, of course, there's this one over here, and you can see there's some, there are even some dark pieces in these pearls. And, um, you know, there are dark threads in our lives that we go through the hills and the valleys, and that's okay too, because that creates the light and the dark. Um, in it. And even in my jewelry box, I've also got some some very special uh, treasures that come from way back in the past and remind me of the generations that have gone before that on whose shoulders I'm standing on. These are my grandfather's medals, actually, and my grandmother used to um, sometimes take those out. And so that is also a great jewel. So I want you to think about some of the treasures that you've got in your treasure box that remind you of these precious relationships that we have. So as I said to you, I've got two amazing sons and um, one of my sons, actually my second son lives overseas. So, uh, you know, that sometimes is a challenge and a bit of a sadness for us, but we've had lots of amazing times. And so we've got to remember those things. My daughter's name, in fact, is Julie and um, Jules, we call her, because she is our precious jewel. And I love the scripture in uh, Proverbs 24 and verse 3, and it says, it says this, By wisdom a house is built. And jewels in the Bible stand for wisdom. 
by wisdom a house is built and through understanding it's established. Through knowledge its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. Isn't that a lovely scripture? By knowledge its rooms are filled with beautiful treasures. And really our treasures come from knowing Christ. Um, with our own hand, with your own hands, we told in Psalm 119 verse 73, God formed me. Now, God, please breathe your wisdom over me so that I can understand you. Lord, please breathe your wisdom over all these mothers listening today. We need your wisdom because you want us to see and perceive the way you see and understand and perceive. Sometimes when we look with our natural eyes, we see perhaps the uncut and unpolished stones that our children are, instead of seeing the incredible potential within, within them. And in Galatians 4 and verse 19, I love what Paul says. Paul says, my little children, for whom I am again suffering in birth pangs, until Christ is completely and permanently formed and molded within you. And I think that is our cry as parents, that is our cry as mothers, to see Christ formed in our children. Jesus said a very similar thing to Nehemiah, in fact. He said, um, he said you've got to be born again of the Spirit, Nehemiah. And he says, he says that, um, especially in the Message Bible, it brings out such a lovely meaning in John 3 verse 5. It says, it says, the invisible moves the visible, the invisible moving the visible, a baptism into new life. It's not possible to enter God's kingdom if you don't do that. When you look at a baby, it's just that, a body you can look at and you can touch but a person who takes shape within is formed by something you can't see and touch, the spirit, and becomes a living spirit. So we need the living spirit. We need the spirit of God to help us. So we reminded again that we can mother in two ways. We can mother in our own natural strength, or we can mother being empowered by his grace to raise children of promise with a God-given purpose to bring his kingdom blessing to this earth. You know, like Sarah in the Bible, she decided, I will build my family. And she, she ended up, okay, with um, Hagar's son, which, which brought bondage into her life and brought bondage. But God's way is so much better. He wanted her to bear a child of promise and God wants us to be children of promise that live in the freedom and the liberty of his presence. So really, actually, when you think about it, it's like, it's like that treasure in jars of clay. Um, and, and we contain the very presence of God and we want our children and we as mothers want to shine forth with the treasure of who he is within us. And so that's why I love that scripture in Ephesians 4 and verse 14, uh, verse 3 and verse 14, where there's that amazing prayer that Paul prays and says, for I will bow my knee for every family 
in heaven and on earth, okay, from whom all fatherhood and motherhood, by the way, takes its title and derives its name. May he grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory, out of his unlimited resources, to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in your inner man by the Holy Spirit himself indwelling your innermost being and personality. Wow. I think if I look at my children and I see the Holy Spirit indwelling in their innermost being and personality, what more could I ask for as a mom? And may he actually dwell and um, actually settle down in their hearts. And may they be rooted and grounded in his love that they could know the height and depth, the width and length, the length of it. And to practically know through experience the love of Christ, which far surpasses knowledge. And may they be filled to the, unto the fullness of God and have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. Wow, that's an amazing prayer for us to pray for um, our children as mothers. I remember one day um, just spending some time with one of my little granddaughters and she said, came out and she said to me, Grand, she said, has Jesus got a heart? So I said, oh, most definitely, Jesus has got a heart. And so then she said to me, and I've got a heart. And I said, well, you certainly have a beautiful big heart and she said well if I've got a heart and Jesus has got a heart and I've asked Jesus into my heart that means I've got two hearts and I thought that was such a beautiful revelation and sometimes our children do they come up with these amazing amazing revelations that's what Jesus said I and you and you and me um, and that speaks of the oneness and the double anointing that we carry as his treasure, his people. And so God invites us to become one with him and make ourselves at home in his love as we give ourselves to him. He's not only come to save us, but to marry us actually. And so really this is what I want to say to you. One of the greatest treasures we can give our children is a happy marriage that reflects the mother and the father heart of God, because God contains a mother heart. We are made in his image and he wants us to reflect that. And I want to say to single moms out there, you know, um, you are included in this because in Isaiah, it says, God says to you that I will be your husband. So if, if you've lost your husband, or if you are a single single mom today, I want you to take heart from that, that God comes alongside you in a special intimate way to care for you and overshadow you. Um, and so, you know, I've seen my grandchildren over the years, they love to come to my house and make houses, you know, and they take old curtains and old pieces of material and all my chairs and they move them around and they make little houses and then they play house house you know and they they it's amazing how they copy the things that that they've seen us do and so ch children learn a little by what we say more by what we do but most of all by who we are and then the same spirit actually 
that dwells in us, the Bible tells us, will dwell in them. So I want to challenge you today, if that is so, what are you passing on to the next generation? What are your values, your treasures that are being passed on to them? So just, um, I'm going to go, go through a few of these treasures that I'd like to share with you now. First of all, and most important, I would say, is the treasure of your presence. I like to call it the present of your presence. You know, God says he overshadows us. If we think of Mary, the mother of Jesus, when the angel came to her and told her that she was going to um, carry and give birth to Jesus. Um, and she said, how can this be? And the angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. And I know often as a mom, we think, how can this be? How can I cope with this situation? What am I going to do next? How can I be the mother that I'm called to be? And I want to say to you today that God says to you, because my, uh, my presence will overshadow you, my Holy Spirit will come and give you the power to be the mother you called to be. Because we called as mothers to be carriers of Jesus, aren't we? And to release Jesus and birth Jesus in our everyday life. And then trust that our children too will be carriers of the very Spirit of God. You know, the Bible tells us that the whole of creation groans, um, waiting for the sons of God to be revealed. And I think it's time to uh, for us as um, the family of God to arise and shine and let our light shine in the, in the darkness that um, is really trying to overwhelm um, the world at this particular point, to be consistent with our lo love. And let me say to live in the present moment. I think so often we can be with our children, but not present with them. I know that um, sometimes we can miss the greatest treasures because we're not present with them. I know the other day I was in the room and the, my grandchildren were playing and um, eventually they came and tugged at my skirts and said, Granny, come and sit with us. We're missing you. And so we've got to realize that the greatest gift, the greatest treasure we can give them is to be present with them and to be present in the moment because that's where they learn to trust, you know, in our consistent love, in our presence. The Bible says that children learn trust at their mother's breasts, the closeness, the tenderness, the touching, um, all those things that are learnt, and then they learn to trust God through trusting us. That's why I love Psalm 91. You know, that says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. And I don't know if many of you probably have, like me, told your children the story of Peter Pan who lost his shadow. And don't lose the shadow and continue to overshadow you, uh, your children with his love, with his grace, with his mercy, so that they can learn to trust him. And then I want to talk to you about the treasure of the seed. You know, I know my mother, it 
was one of the most important lessons I think she taught me was that it's not about the big things, it's about the little things. It's the little things that become the big things. Mother Teresa said, don't seek to do great things, big things, but seek to do many small things with great acts of love. So often it's the little things, it's the little seeds we're planting in their hearts, words of affirmation. We're preparing their hearts through our encouragement. We're establishing the identity when we speak out things like, you are precious, you are special. Um, I know I always um, sing to my grandchildren, you're a special little girl and God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. You're a special little girl and God loves you. Learn to serve him faithfully. And I've sung that to them for years and years and years because I'm trying to affirm who they are in God. It's the little things. It's those little words of life those words of encouragement, when you see the, a special gift that is in them, when, you, when you're acknowledging um, things they do and things they say, um, those are the things that are treasures to them and will establish them in God. I know that um, I used to spend many, many hours with my mom gardening. She taught me that the garden was a wonderful place. And you know, it's the garden where God walked and talked with Adam and Eve. Um, and I spent many special hours in the garden with my mom. And even to this day, I've got my, my cup with pansies on because um, even to this day, my sisters and I always phone one another and say, have you planted your pansies? It's Mother's Day. And that's how we remember my mom, those happy faces that the pansies um, display. And I've planted pansies with my grandchildren, the little things that have been passed on through the generations that say we loved. I know I was planting little bean seeds with my youngest grandchild the other day and just his delight to see the little green leaves coming out. And as we've seen the bean seed develop its pods and now we're replanting it. Um, such special treasures that seem small that are going to um, bear fruit one day. So, you know, the little things, I'd encourage you with that. Another, another thing I always remember is the mother who made the lunchbox for the little boy who then gave his lunchbox to Jesus and his lunch was multiplied and fed the multitude. I want to ask you today, what are you putting in your child's lunchbox? What are you putting in their hearts? I think that mother had taught that little boy to be generous, um, to, to, you know, out of her heart, the El Shaddai heart of God, the big breasted one, to, to nourish and give out and share. And I know that uh, my grandchildren, they, they always say to me, Grand, can we make Psalmies? You make the best Psalmies. And I'm well known for my salad sandwiches because I, I'm sowing health into my, into my children. I believe that healthy eating is um, a very important part um, of, of life and um, to build them, to nourish them, to keep them healthy um, in an in a environment where we have so much junk food, so much instant food. I love to encourage that. And my children, 
and my grandchildren know me for my salad sandwiches. So I invite you to my house to come and have a salad sandwich anytime you like. But those are the little things that we think are little, but actually what they will remember us by. Often I'll cut an orange and then I'll sing to them, full of vitamin C, good for you and me, makes us big, makes us strong, full of vitamin C. And then we all laugh and giggle, but they're getting the message. So these are the treasures we're passing on. And then what about the treasure of grace and mercy? I'm wearing my pearl earrings today, and these are a special gift from my own mother. Um, I inherited them from her. And um, she taught me that the grace of God comes and fills all the cracks in our mothering. And I want to encourage you today, you know, we're not perfect. We need the grace of God. My mom taught me about the grace of God. To make a pearl, you have to have a little bit of grit. And it's the gritty things, maybe the difficult things, the challenging things in our lives that are able to make the beautiful pearls of life. Um, and my mom taught me that. She taught me to count it all joy. We teach our children to count. One, two, three, four, five, six. Are you teaching them to count it all joy? Knowing that the testing of their faith, faith will um, develop perseverance. And that that perseverance, that patience will finish its perfect work. That they may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. My mom taught me to dance in the rain. Are you teaching your children to dance in the rain. I love the scripture in Psalm 119 in the Message Bible, and it says this, now comfort me so that I can live, really live. Your revelation is the tune that I dance to. And we need the revelation of God to look at the gritty, difficult, challenging times of life and make something beautiful of it. I'll never forget one day when my mom's washing machine broke and water flooded all over the floor and into the house. And I mean, she could have got all upset, but she gave us all a mop, all a cloth. And we had the most wonderful time cleaning up this water on the floor. We all laughed till we cried. And she made this challenge something beautiful that we've never forgotten. So teach your children that um, loss and grief is dispersed in joy that is um, restored. And, you know, we've learned this. We've, we've, we've learned this in life. I told you that, um, you know, we, we had a little grandson that is now in heaven and he lived for 22 hours, this little boy. But the lessons he taught us in those 22 hours, we will never, ever forget that God graced us with this little boy um, and the grace and the mercy that we've learned to release to people because of what we experienced through little Zach's life. And so the Lord teaches us to make the bittersweet. And then last of all, I want to just end with talking about the treasure of a mother's song. And a mother's song is something very powerful because um, it's, a, it's a song of love. And I want to encourage you to open your Bible and look at Mary's song. She speaks about the mercy, the promises of God. 
um, she treasured things in her heart uh, that God had told her about her about her son Jesus, and God gives us treasures that we can sing about, that we can release through song. Song is very powerful. Uh, I've shared some of the little songs I sing to my grandchildren, but when we sing, we bring the spirit of God, we bring the comfort of God, we bring the grace of God, we bring the joy of God. God inhabits the praises of his people. And so I encourage you to sing over your children. And I want to end with the song of Deborah. I love the song of Deborah because um, Deborah is encouraged. Wake up, wake up, break out in song, Deborah. Um, and Deborah's song is a song of victory. And we need to be singing what, through our lifestyle, a song of victory into our families and over our children and even over the nation at this time. I believe God is calling forth mothers. Um, Deborah says, until I arose a mother in Israel. And I want to say, arise moms, arise and sing the song of the Lord because the nations need your song. Um, the most exciting thing actually in the song is that it's a love song. And I want to end with this, you know, as, as I encourage you, you know, as a mother, we are called to mature our children, to nourish them, to grow them, and then to release them, um, to be the children and the, the adults of God that will bring the kingdom of God into this earth. And um, it's, it's an incredible joy to see your children to mature in God. And just as I was praying the other day, I, I felt God give me this um, prophetic word about the song. I saw the hand of God turn a page and he said to me, I'm giving you a clean sheet for this season. I saw five lines on that sheet. It was a sheet for music to be written upon. And I sensed the spirit telling me that he was releasing a new song to be written on the tablets of our hearts. It's a love song, so lovely that it will enrapture all who hear it and melt the hardest heart. A song that God has on his heart. It's a song of love, passion, faithfulness, peace and fulfillment. It's a song that all the other harmonies and notes of our lives are written around. It's the foundation on which a happy, fulfilled, and satisfied life, marriage, and family are built. It's a song on which strong nations are built. It's a song of unity and beauty and harmony because it flows out of the heart of the Creator. It's a song that, if learnt, will break bondages and change the seemingly impossible giving hope and fulfillment and ushering in his kingdom. The lines represent the covenant of grace and the promises of God, and they are secured and released by the stave, which represents Jesus, in whom all is held together and in whom all the promises are yes and amen. And so, I speak yes and amen over your motherhood today. And I speak blessing, the blessing of Father and Mother God over you today. Have a wonderful Mother's Day.
Thanks for tuning in. I pray that the message of God's Word will build your faith and develop a hope that is so strong it's like an anchor for your soul. Go ahead and subscribe and why not share the message with a friend?